This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Thank you guys for joining us here on the postgame show. For those joining us live on our video stream, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter, thanks for being with us and for participating in the chat. I see it going nuts over there, so thanks for that. If you're listening to us on the audio, hey, it's great that you found the podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, make sure you do it. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and we appreciate that as well. Just set up the auto download. That's all you got to do. While we're at it, make sure you also subscribe to this podcast that we call Just Pod Baby. My my partner on the show tonight, Mr. Evan Grote, who you can follow on Twitter at egrote 5 You can also follow his podcast on Twitter at Just Pod Baby. Uh, and make sure you can get his podcast every, everywhere you can get ours. You can get his. So just double dip. That way you have uh, Raiders content whenever you want it. And Evan does a great job, uh, as always, which is why we have him here on the postgame show. All right, Evan, we talk about this uh, this game with the Raiders, and we we, we talked uh, at length with Murph about it a little bit. Let's, but let's dive into this a little bit. I was really concerned to start out just because I thought the offense just looked as terrible as it has at different points throughout the season out of sync. Derek Carr didn't look as confident as he can look. He looked a little bit shaky. Then he got hurt and then he came back and he seemed to be nervous in the pocket. The pocket was collapsing more early on. The Texans, by the way, as bad as the Texans could be, their defense is pretty stout. They have a good defensive backfield, as you know, and the defensive front does put pressure and did in that first half. Um, Did you have that same feeling and what did you see change in the second half? Well, you know, I, I'm trying to keep it as positive as I can, but, you know, I, I was, I felt the same way you did in the first half, the same way Murph felt in the second half. And I, I was really, to, I was really hoping to see them come out tonight yeah. and, and put forth a really good full game four four quarter effort. That's not what we saw. You know, it, it was the Texans, so I don't want to make too much of it but you know because it was a win and you have to be happy with a win at this point you're looking for small signs as a fan you know of progress but again i kind of look at the process that that it took them to get to the win and through three quarters they were losing this game now we've heard a lot josh uh mcdaniels talk a lot about this team needs to learn how to finish they were able to do that tonight which is a good thing but overall you know i thought it was kind of a a whole hum kind of game you know i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna get overly excited about this game it's a win it's in the books and you know maybe start to look ahead to the the saints here in a couple of days. Evan, don't you know we don't allow haters on the show? 
I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but you bring up some good points. And, and overall, listen, you have to start, you know, the first step to running is that first step of walking, right? So you have to walk yeah. before you run. And so I think the Raiders, yeah, fir- first game that they win in quite a while and they grind it out, right? They grind it out and then yeah. they came alive in that, that fourth quarter, which was huge. But some of their numbers you're talking about still on third down, four of nine, 44%, better than they have been. So there's improvement there. Of yeah. course, you want that uh, to be a little higher. But they were uh, one of one on fourth down. They were three of three in the red zone. That, to me, is one of the biggest takeaways. And I know they were playing the Texans. This isn't the Chiefs. It's not one of the higher-end echelon teams in the AFC. But the fact that they were perfect in the red zone, it took them forever to get some plays into the red zone. But once they got there, they capitalized. Yeah, that was that was really probably one of the biggest takeaways from the game uh, as far as positives goes. I mean, Josh Jacobs was excellent, don't get me wrong. But the red zone, it's been such a big issue for this team. And again, if they want to try to rattle out, you know, four or five more wins here and in, in, in this stretch of games here where the schedule looks a bit more favorable, they're going to have to do much better than they have in the red zone. So today was absolutely a huge step towards doing that. And, uh, you know, you, you hope that it continues again here in the next couple of games. Absolutely. And you look at some of the other numbers as I read them off the screen here. 55 offensive plays. Of course, they netted 400 yards. 65. The Raiders started out slow on offense, right? Again, uh, outside that first big drive. And so so they need to increase that. But 7.3 yards per gain in, in, this, in this game on offense, Evan. That is also really great. You know, at the first half, they were talking a lot about Derek Carr not having a pass over 20 yards, all this kind of stuff. Carr came alive with some nice throws in the second half. And then, of course, you had Josh Jacobs. Um, and then even Hunter Renfro got back in the game and uh, got some receptions. Although, I, I got to call, I got to send Hunter a text and just say, hey, man, why can't you catch the ball standing? <laughs> you ever notice Hunter Renfro, God bless him. He's always got to be jumping on the ground to get the ball, which is really funny. Uh, but even when he did it the first time and they didn't touch him and he got back up and ran and gained more yards, shows you what kind of smart football player he was. But it's nice to start to see some of these guys getting back involved. It'll be even better when Darren Wall comes back. Absolutely. And, you know, another guy who continues to play really well this season and really he's the he's the second best wide receiver on this team right now Matt Collins yeah you know I know he only had only had two catches but you know obviously he had the touchdown uh he's been very good for them especially with Waller missing time Renfro missing time he has been exactly what this offense is needed and as he said it would be nice to get them finally everyone back operating at full strength uh hopefully that happens soon uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see on Waller for this coming week here. But, you know, Matt Collins, excellent job so far. He did. And uh, you look at Matt Collins, Hollins, and then you look again. I, I keep talking about the offensive line and what they've been able to do, uh, despite the fact that uh, they're rotating through. But maybe they're getting that confidence, maybe playing I mean, the t- again, the Texans are not a Super Bowl team, but their defense isn't terrible. So so going against that, and again, it's the step, it's the confidence that you build going into the next game. And then you got the Saints coming up, which we'll talk about more about later on, but you have the Saints coming up, not exactly a great team either. So the Raiders, as Mo and I talked about last week, have an opportunity to start to, to put things together. Now on the defensive side of the ball, I still have lots of concerns uh, there, Evan, because even though this defense came up big at times, 
We still saw trouble rushing the quarterback, especially up the middle. Bilal Nichols got beat a couple times. I thought was pretty bad. They got run over pretty bad at the linebacker spot. Blake Martinez, especially in the first half, showed up pretty big. I was glad to see him make some plays. Uh, on the backside, Anthony Averett's return was a huge disappointment. Trayvon Morig continues to struggle. Second game in a row where he just continues to get beat, and that's concerning to me as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I, I think the big negative takeaway uh, defensively has to be the play of Trayvon Merrick. You know, uh, had a really rough game, was part of the reason why that touchdown was allowed there. Um, missed, gave up a couple other plays as well. So, you know, when you look at his first season, didn't really make a lot of impact plays, and that's what he was really good at doing in college. Mm -hmm. It did not translate to the pros, um, at least not yet. And, and, and this season – Eh, off to a bit of a, a shaky start. And one of the things that I want to mention about the defense, and I, I, I don't want to be critical of this guy because he's been excellent, but this was the first game that Max Crosby has been kind of neutralized here. I mean, every other game he's had tackles for losses and, and several pressures. I thought today he had a bit of a quiet game, but I'll give him, a, I'll, I'll cut him you know, some slack. He's probably not getting a lot of sleep lately. So, uh. um, you know, maybe That's he's a true. little tired. Maybe he didn't have the energy that he's used to having now with that new uh, newborn at home. So we'll, uh, we'll cut you, him some slack. You and I know that uh, that pain oh so well. Pain and Absolutely. glory at the same time. It's all it's <laughs> yeah. all together. So we understand that. The back end, too, remember, Nate Hobbs not there. Um, also, yeah. I, I continue to be impressed with the development. I'm not saying he's ever going to be an all-pro, but, but Amik Robertson still continues to play solid football. Uh, and especially with all those injuries, he's really stepped up and been a really good, solid player for this team. Uh, and Rocky Seen has struggled again tonight, too. So, so I think the Raiders have a lot of question marks on defense. And they were playing the Texans on offense. The Texans are a ball control, grinded out kind of team. They're not the kind of team that's explosive. It's not like the Chiefs where they're going to go down the field a ton and really challenge you. They run the ball and do it very well when they can. And we saw that in the first half, right? Uh, and so this Raiders team, this Raiders defense came up big at the end with Deron Harmon's pick six uh, there at the end of the game. But they're going to have to figure it out because as they get past the stretch, they got the Saints next week a little more dynamic, obviously, on offense than are the Texans. Um, but, but are you still concerned with that defense as much as I am all the way around? I, I just don't think – look, there's good pieces there. You saw uh, Jones, uh, Chandler Jones play, play a better game today, get his first half sack uh, of the season. Uh, but I just think – I don't think they just have the talent level yet that they're going to need on defense to make this a true contending team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you have to be concerned with the defense. Um, I know they, they played a little better in the second half, but – um, you know, just, just like you said, they, they lack talent. I mean, they just lack talent. And when you have an injury to a guy like Nate Hobbs, who was probably your second best player on the defense, it's, that's, mm -hmm. that's not going to help things at all. But, uh, I also want to give a shout out to Mo's boy, Cleveland Farrell. I heard <laughs> yes. Mo was talking him up this week. I listened to your show this week. Um, and I listen to it every week, but, um, 
I heard Mo talking him up when they were talking about his name coming up in trade rumors. He thought that he has played well in the snaps that he was given, finally showing up and getting himself a half sack today along with Chandler Jones. So I think you got to be fair there and, and uh, mention his name. Yeah, and and absolutely played really well and continues to to kind of carve out a role for him. No, not as the number four pick. We've, we've re- you got to let all that go. It's not his fault he was picked where he is, but he's starting to really gain confidence. And more importantly, he's improving at that position and really being disruptive. We saw it against the Chiefs, too. He had a really good game against the Chiefs there as well, so it's good to see him there. Whatever they can get out of their first-round pick they need to do, uh, and maybe they'll be able to even uh, develop him into a nice player and bring him back. Of course, not at first-round money, but but certainly we'll see how that all goes. Um, all right, so we're going to step aside, take one quick break, and then when we come back, we'll close out this post-game show. The Raiders winners, 38-20. to 20. you got to feel good out there, Raider Nation. You're with Evan Groten, Scott Branson on the Silver and Black Today post-game podcast here on Odyssey Network only where you can get it there. We're an original. You can't get it anywhere else. Thanks. Stay with us. We'll be right back.